Welcome to the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. If you're anything like me, then you strive for us all to be honest with where we're at in our business rather than putting on a front. You can expect to hear about struggles and successes to everything in between from myself and others in business. I'm your host, Morgan, and through being honest with what I've struggled with, I'll be sharing practical tips on how to get out of your slumps and run the business of your dreams regardless of where you're at. Whether you're driving in your car or sipping coffee on your couch, I hope you find this information valuable. Let's hang out. Hey guys, welcome to another week of Let's Be Honest About Business. I'm really happy to be here today. I hope you guys had an amazing Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I normally end my episodes with a listener question, but I received a question through Instagram that I would love to actually dedicate an entire episode today. So that's what we're going to be doing today. But before I do, I just want to go ahead and say thank you guys so much for all of the support on the podcast. A lot of you guys emailed me um, in episode 14, I talked all about finding your story and your business, the how, the why, etc. And I got a lot of emails and you guys were telling me what your stories were. I asked you guys to send me your three to five stories. And um, if you haven't yet listened to that episode, make sure to do so. But I loved it so much. So I just want to say, keep the emails and questions coming. I really do, do love talking with you guys. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So, um, Just a reminder to please leave a review on this podcast. Every single month, I'll be giving three of you guys coffee on me. Um, The month of May is almost over, so you have a few days. Oh, by the time this episode airs, let's see, you'll have like two more days to, (laughs) um, to leave a review for your chance to win coffee on me. If not, you have a chance next week, next month, but, um, just want to go ahead and remind you guys to do that. And if you love these episodes, just remember to screenshot and share them and make sure you tag me on Instagram at lady ilg. That's L A D Y I L G. And also, I do have to share my honest moment of the week with you guys. So (laughs) um, this is the part of the episode that I love the most. I love when I interview people and they share their honest moments of the week. And then I also just love being real and honest with you guys. Um, So this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend. And I went camping and hiking with my husband and a few friends of ours. And as soon as we were packing out to leave, I rolled my ankle and I heard a pop and it hurt so bad. And the you would think, well, that has nothing to do with business, but it is wedding season for me. And so I have to stand and walk a lot. So really just trying to get this ankle healed as fast as possible. Um, it's kind of a bummer that this happened during wedding season. Um, I can still walk. I cannot twist my ankle at all. Um, so I bought a boot off Amazon and we're just going to try to get this baby healed as fast as possible. But <laughs> um, that's my honest moment of the week. I really hope that it heals fast. So if you guys can just uh, send awesome, warm thoughts, healing thoughts my way, that would be awesome. Um But okay, I'm just going to go ahead and dive right into today's episode. And the question that I received from Instagram was from at Jess Married. And she asked, how did you know when you were able to go full time in your business? So those of you who know my story know that I was actually forced full time into my business. And if you don't know it yet, don't worry, I will share my story. So today I'm going to tackle your question, Jess, from a few different angles. One angle being that this is what I would do if I could go back and actually prepare to go full time. 
The second angle being how to make your business work full time if you've been thrown into it like I was. And the third, which might actually be a bit more of an unpopular opinion, but the third being what to really consider when going full time and if you should even consider taking your business full time. And I'm going to start actually with the third point, and that's because I want you to hear me out on this. So maybe you're listening to this episode and you're not full time yet in your business and you really want to be. Or maybe you're really talented at this one specific thing and there's been so many other people who have come up to you and said, you should sell that or you should start your own business. I think in our culture and in our society today, there's so much pressure to turn your passions into your business and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But if you love doing something just for the sake of doing something, I don't ever want you to feel like you have to turn your passion into your full-time job. That can actually be one of the quickest ways to kill a passion. And I don't say this at all to discourage you. I mean, this episode is all about taking your business full time, right? I only say that because I want you to know that when you're listening to this, there's also absolutely no shame in the game if you happen to work a full-time job and hustle on the side. In many cases, that's absolutely necessary, maybe because it's more affordable to get insurance and have benefits like a 401k, and I fully support that. In fact, I think that's incredibly smart. So I just never want you to look at another business owner and think that they have it all together or you're less than because you're not full-time in your business. Um, I think there is a lot of pressure, especially in the creative community, to have a full-time business. And you're quote-unquote successful if you're quote-unquote full-time. But there's a lot of reasons that you know, you may not be full-time. And I just don't want you to get in, caught up in that mentality of like, oh my gosh, I'm not full-time yet. I'm not successful. Like, what am I doing with my life? So when thinking about taking your hustle full-time, I want you to ask yourself, does this make sense financially? And can I turn this passion into a full-time job and not get burnt out by it? If the answer is yes to both of those questions, then let's talk about how to prepare for going full-time. I want to start by telling you the story of how I went full-time in my business. So back in 2011, I had just graduated high school. And I know in high school, especially around junior year, there's a lot of pressure to really try to figure out what it is that you want to do when you grow up. And you need to figure out what you need to go to school for. For me, though, school was always incredibly difficult for me. I I struggled through high school and middle school. I just, I mean, I was one of those people who I had to work so hard and study so hard just to get a C on a test. And if you're like that, you know how frustrating it can be because then there's some people, like my sister, for example, who doesn't even have to study and will pass with flying colors. But for me, school was incredibly hard. And so when I started thinking about going to college, I just got so stressed out and I I I couldn't I didn't even want to think about it. And and also I was at a point where I just really didn't even know what I wanted to do. So, you know, couple that with like not knowing what to do and I was just like, I I don't think I can at least I, I might just take a year off and try to figure it out. I don't think I can go to college. So I ended up taking a year off and um what I actually ended up doing was in high school, um, there was this program called the work program. I ha- I already had all of my credits that I needed in order to graduate by senior year. So senior year came around and since I already had all my credits, I decided, well, I'll join the work program. And the work program was basically a program where I could get school credits for having a job. So I worked at a shoe store 
and, um, you know, ended up moving up in the shoe store. Um, really loved working there. It was a lot of fun. And I, I was able to move out with the income that I made at the, at the shoe store and live on my own. So at this time I was 18 years old, I moved out and I ended up really, really, um, I, I had a blog that I wrote that was being read around the world and it was geared towards teen girls and they encouraged me to write a book. So I wrote a book and I wanted to make money to get it self-published. So I started nannying and then eventually my nannying job turned into a full-time job, which actually gave me quite a bit of freedom. So I, while I was nannying, I, I decided, well, you know, this income that I'm making for nannying is going towards, uh, my, my bills. And so I need to find a way to also kind of raise money to go, um, publish this book. So I started photography and I, I just offered it as a free thing and asked people for donations. And it ended up getting to the point where so many people were having photo shoots with me. I was getting better. I was purchasing better equipment and decided that I needed to get paid more and paid accordingly for what I was doing. So I decided to take that and turn it into a business and started my own photography business. And it ended up that my photography business started growing. This was February of 2013. And then by December of 2013, I I got word that the family that I was nannying for was moving. So they were going to, um, I was going to be losing my job. Um, this was in 2013. Colorado had not yet boomed. If you live in Colorado or have been to Colorado, you know that we have grown significantly. But in 2013, it was kind of a little bit right before it had boomed and a lot of people were moving in the job market, you know, it got really good. But um, but I I ended up, the family that I ended up nannying for ended up leaving and I was kind of forced into photography full time. And Oftentimes I tell people that honestly, that's the story of how I went full time was that I was forced into it because I could not find another job. I was searching and searching and searching and eventually the time came up and I was living on my own still. I had bills to pay and the only income that I had was um, was this nannying job and, or was uh, was would be photography. So um, I did end up getting a part-time job at a gym, which was great. That was super helpful to me. But oftentimes what I tell people is that I've been able to make my business work because I had to make it work. I'm one of those people that works better under pressure. So when I don't have time to prepare for something, I figure it out on the spot. And that's just what I did with my business. But I hustled hard. And yeah, like I said, I was working part-time at a gym. So when it comes to what I did to make it work and I ultimately think back on on my journey, here's what happened. I was forced into photography full-time and I still had my part-time gym job working about 8 to 12 hours a week on minimum wage, which I think at the time was like $8.50 an hour. I took on anything and everything that would make me money, even if I hated the job. So at the time, I was taking on headshots, newborns, seniors, families, couples. I had very, very few weddings, but I knew I wanted to get into them. I marketed myself online like crazy, probably actually made an embarrassment out of myself. Honestly, like the second one of my friends got engaged, I would reach out to them and ask them if they had considered a photographer yet. Like I was desperate. And if you were my client, you probably could tell. (laughs) I left my business cards anywhere I could in bulletins at Starbucks or in public restrooms with bulletin boards, you name it. 
I never went into debt to grow my business. I worked with what I had and only when I had enough money saved saved up, I bought better equipment or software or whatever it was I needed in order to help my business grow. It wasn't until I realized I needed to specialize. If you haven't yet listened to episode 16, we talk all about specializing and I realized that my business would actually grow. I took a brief pay cut in order to specialize in my business to ultimately grow it. And then once I started growing it and became more known professionally as a wedding photographer, my pay increased and I was able to quit my part-time job to truly pursue wedding photography full-time. So basically, that's a brief synopsis of my time as a photographer. And this spans all the way back to February of 2013. And I was forced full-time in December of 2013. If I could go back and prepare for full-time, here's a few things I would have changed. I would have started an investment account and put money aside every month that would earn interest. I would have had at least six months of expenses saved up before going full-time. I would have had a backup plan. I would have committed to trying to grow my business for three to six months. And if in that span of time, I didn't really see it going anywhere, I would start searching for another job. I would have tried to start specializing well before going full-time so that I knew going into it what actually would sustain me, and I would want to know that I could replace my full-time salary and then some, considering taxes, before quitting my full-time job and going full-time. Having said that, if you're considering going full-time in your business, here's what I would tell you based off of my own personal experience. Have a part-time job that you can fall back on if you really need for the months that are a little slow. For me, that was my gym job. Honestly, that helped me so much. And it also, it kind of took a little bit of the fear out of it. And, you know, having a part-time job is great because for me, I only worked eight to 12 hours a week. I wasn't totally committed to that job. And also it was a job where I could bring my computer if needed on the nights that were slow. So I could get a little bit of work done. Now, I know that most part-time jobs won't allow that, But I will say it does take a lot of the fear out of just running a business on your own full time because that can be truly scary. And oftentimes it's really easy to find a part time job that, you know, will only ask you to work eight or so hours a a week. So, you know, whether that's retail or whatever, honestly, there's no shame in that. And um, it can be really, really helpful in order to help you grow your business, you know, full time while still having that supplemental income. Make sure that you're really good at tracking your income and expenses. You don't know where your money is going if you don't track it. The worst thing that you can do as a business owner is work all year and then get to tax season and sit down and do your taxes only to realize you really didn't make as much as you thought you did or you need to pay more for taxes than you realize. Every single month, I sit down and I go over my profit and loss from the previous month. I know what money is coming in and exactly how much is going out. It helps me to see where I can invest and what I should maybe start saving a little more on. It also helps me to track my growth from previous years so I can know if I should change something. But honestly, if you're not tracking what you're making and what you're spending, you're never going to know where your money is actually going. And as a business owner, you need to know. I, I would tell you to start growing a community of other business owners who are in similar life stages as you, where you can converse honestly about how you're handling going full-time, offer tips and ask questions and get suggestions. They may have awesome insight to share and maybe they might say something that may not be helpful for you, but having people who can relate to you in that stage of life is so important. 
I would tell you to invest in education, whether that's a business coach, education, programs that will make your job so much more efficient when you have the money, but try to avoid going into debt for your business. Especially when you're first starting out, you have no idea, you know, what your next couple years might look like. Um, It can be really disheartening, I would imagine, to go into debt for your business and then to have it not work out for whatever reason. So um, whatever money you do make, if you can save, even if it's just a little bit, just save it, put it aside. And then whenever you're ready, use it to invest in a course or a coach or um, a program that will make your job a little bit more efficient. Um, That's going to help you and that's going to go a really long way. Realize what it is that grows your business versus what those mundane tasks are that you can hand off to someone else. So for me, that's editing photos. Editing photos is such a mundane task that can take me up to 40 hours per wedding. And I'm honestly not growing my business at all by just sitting at my computer editing thousands of photos. So that's a job I outsource so that I can then spend 30 to 40 hours working on other things that will better grow my business. Now, this is an investment in your business, yes, but I will say that that if you're spending, let's say, two hours a day, and that's that's kind of a you know dramatic uh, example, but if let's say you're spending two hours a day on mundane tasks, maybe that's emailing or um, you know lo- tracking something. I don't know. Um, but if you're spending two hours a day on that mundane task, that's two hours a day that you could spend on growing your business instead. So, you know, whether that's marketing with other business owners or, um, going out and meeting potential clients, things like that. So if you can pass those jobs off in the beginning to people who can, you know, honestly take care of those for you, then you have more time to grow your business. And yes, while it's an investment in the beginning, it's definitely going to pay off in the long run and, you know, years to come. So definitely see what it is that's a mundane task and try to outsource that if you can. And then overall, realize that you will make mistakes. You will need to learn from them. You'll be figuring out it out as you go, just like every other business owner. But ultimately, when it comes to running a business and there's just something you want to go after, you just have to jump right in and figure it out as you go. I think that's what every business owner does. And a lot of success is honestly through trial and error. So I know that was kind of a long answer to your question, Jess, but I hope that that helped answer it for you. Are you considering going full-time in your business? I would love for you to email me. I'd love to brainstorm with you over email about going full-time and help you set up a plan for yourself. If you would love to reach out to me, I would honestly, honestly really love that. My email is morgan at ladyilkphotography.com. That's morgan at l-a-d-y-i-l-g photography.com. And yeah, I hope that I hear from a few of you guys about what you're doing in order to prepare for going full-time. Ultimately, I just want to help you guys as much as possible. So definitely reach out to me and I'm more than happy to answer any questions that you have. And also, if you have any other future questions for future episodes as well, I'm more than happy to answer them on the podcast for you. So that was kind of a quick, uh, short episode, but I hope that that answered your question, Jess. And if anybody else is considering going full time in your business, I hope that helped you as well. You guys have an amazing week and I'll be back again next Wednesday with an awesome interview with an amazing couple. So 
It is so, so good, you guys. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. So anyway, have a great week. If you want to share your honest moments of the week with me, I would also love that. So let's just keep in touch until then. And again, if you love this episode, please feel free to screenshot it and share it on your Instagram stories and also leave a review. That definitely helps this podcast get seen. All right. I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening. For more information or to learn a little bit more about me and my brand, you can follow me on Instagram at Lady Ilg. That's L-A-D-Y-I-L-G. Or visit LadyIlgPhotography.com. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer for you on a future episode, simply email me at Morgan at LadyIlgPhotography.com with your question, and I'd love to answer it for you. Your questions are encouraged and welcome. I look forward to showing up on another episode soon.